Welcome to Yo! 11 Minutes, mostly Vegas, no BS casino experience, and more. Today's title, Casinos Have No Duty to Stop Compulsive Gamblers. Michael Traeger is a casino and travel loyalty expert who also helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing quite all right for this Tuesday that feels like a Monday for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was a busy, it was a busy weekend for me because I was working on the Travelzork dot travel website, which I almost have done. It's in a pretty good state right now, but too much work over the weekend. It happens. We know it's a good state. It happens to the best of us. Nevada. Nevada's a good state. That's how you gotta say it here. Nevada. They don't like Nevada. You have to say Nevada. It's weird. I don't understand why. Nevada. Yeah, you know, that's right. It's Nevada. It's not Nevada. If you say Nevada, they know you're from out of town. Right. I got mocked about that a couple months ago. So it's Nevada. How do I remember that, though? Although the state of Nevada wasn't named by white people, it's named by Mexicans. Nevada. It's more of Spanish. But anyways, a lot of going on today. Let's just get to the news. How's about that? Yeah, let's let's is is there is there any news today, Movestro? Oh, oh yeah, it's juicy. Uh, and now it is time for the news and views. Caesar's Palace is getting decked out for the big game. A projection mapping installation on the side of one of the towers features animated Super Bowl graphics. Big game alterations have also caused Luxor to take on the appearance of a Dorito, the Mirage Rock Volcano to appear as the Paramount Mountain, and Strat is doing something with projection mapping, but currently we're unsure. It is likely the projection mapping feature is temporary, being leased by one of the many projection mapping companies in Las Vegas, or should I say the Las Vegas Strip? which is not actually in Las Vegas. That's a fun fact and a reminder for Carolyn Goodman that she shouldn't talk shit about the A's when it isn't even going to be a thing in, in her city. Any, anyways, the A's are going to be in Paradise, Nevada, where the Las Vegas trip actually is. It's true. Look it up. Okay, so this is a two-for-news story, but basically, Carolyn Goodman said the A's should renegotiate with Oakland to stay in Oakland. Yeah, I believe she doesn't realize that what she thinks she's the mayor of isn't exactly that. But she has downtown, so there's that. Besides, we all knew the big news today is Drake. Also, rest in peace, Toby Keith. And that's going to do it for the news. And now for the views, Michael, what are your thoughts? Oh, you hit me with a lot of stuff here. Like, that's like more than my brain can handle today. Sorry about that. It was just an all over the place news day today. Yeah, well, it's always a fun day whenever uh, Carolyn Goodman's in the news. <laughs> this is this is true. Yes, this is very true. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pretty cool. I love I, I love that couple. They're the best. Oscar's the best too, especially him and his martinis. God bless him. It's amazing. And he's you know his martini is just lots and lots of Bombay sapphire, no vermouth. No surprise. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's also, yeah, Toby Keith. Ugh, that's crushing news. That was so sad to hear. But getting back to your happier things, I love what they're doing on Caesar's Palace. But yeah, some of this other stuff is crazy. Luxor Dorito, I think, has been beaten to death. But yeah, Vegas is ready for the Super Bowl. I actually was asking, I was going to ask you what you thought vibe-wise 
like what it's like being in Las Vegas with the Super Bowl. Do you feel like like different Super Bowl vibe? I know you've just moved to Las Vegas, so you haven't always been in Las Vegas during pre-Super Bowl, but do you but do you think the vibe is different with the Super Bowl actually in Las Vegas? I think it is. And I know that a lot of the properties uh, amongst the strip and downtown are all have something planned for the Super Bowl. Uh, whether it's viewing parties or special uh, promotions going on, uh, viewing areas, stuff like that. Uh, there's definitely a buzz about it. There's a lot of Super Bowl t-shirts being sold in just about every uh, casino uh, gift shop, official merchandise, of course. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. It's, it's in the news all over the place. People are excited about it. Um, less complaining about this than F1, so that's good. Uh, and, uh, we'll see how it pans out, but, uh, yeah, from when, from the general buzz I'm getting from everyone out here is that everyone is excited and looking forward to it. No, that's awesome. Really, 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 really good stuff. All good stuff. We'll probably go into it a little bit more because that's like sort of the news of the week. Yeah. It's going to be news for, uh, yeah, at least another week. And then we'll hear people yeah. moan about it afterwards. <laughs> and then we can start talking about F1. Exactly. It'll be that time again. It'll be that time of year again. It'll be that time. Oh, wow. Yay. Yay us. All right. That being said, it is time for the tease. Okay. Well, this isn't the... This isn't necessarily that surprising, but I just wanted to talk about a ruling this week. And a U.S. District Court judge in New Jersey dismissed a lawsuit on January 31st by Sam Antar against the gambling companies, saying the voluminous rules and regulations governing gambling in New Jersey do not impose a legal duty upon casinos to cut off compulsive gamblers. So it is true, New Jersey, like many states, has an exclusion program where you as a gambler can exclude yourself, voluntarily exclude yourself from in-person and online betting. And if the casinos don't honor that, i.e. they allow you to self-excluded gamblers to place bets, then the casinos will be fined. But this was basically, you know, further reinforcing the fact, though, that the, the casinos don't really have to, quote, police uh, compulsive gambling. And it's interesting. Did you did you recognize the name Antar? Did you did that? Did that click with you immediately, Sam Antar or not? Or is that just my generation? Because Antar, Sam Antar is the nephew of Eddie Antar, who founded Crazy Eddie's. Ah. And just to give you a little reminder. It's a Crazy Eddie blowout blitz. Crazy Eddie's not playing with a full deck because he's breaking and giving away TVs, VCRs, microwave ovens, stereo rack systems, video camcorders, and anything and everything in home entertainment, and lots of home appliances. Too. Remember, we are not undersold. We will not be undersold. We cannot be undersold. And we mean it. It's a Crazy Eddie blowout blitz. And Crazy Eddie's going nuts with his blowout sale prices ever. See, Crazy Eddie now, his blowout blitz sale prices are... <laughs> Oh wow, that was a blast from the past right there. I just I, I just I had to I 
I had to I had to do that. So it was interesting. You know, not only am I reading the story, I'm like, Antar, Antar, wait, is that the Antar related to? And then I'm thinking, OK, so this Sam who did the lawsuit uh, is is the nephew uh, of Eddie Antar, who founded Crazy Eddie's electronic stores in the 1970s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Antar, Crazy Eddie, defrauded investors out of $74 million and passed away in 2016. And actually, Sam has like a little bit of a history here, too, uh, was sentenced to 21 months in federal prison for taking 225000 in a fraudulent investment scheme. And he was convicted and jailed in 2022 on theft by deception charges involving nearly $350,000. Oh. And then again, in 2023, he admitted to committing federal securities fraud for bilking investors, including friends stemming from that same case and served another four months in jail and was ordered to pay restitution. But he's currently free under an intensive supervision program. I'd like the definition of what that means and says he has been formally counseling young people with gambling problems. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, here's <laughs> Yeah, this that's why there was just so this story was just like sort of special, sort of special here. Also, his gambling, his gambling losses are interesting. So Antar, who has homes in New York and Long Branch, New Jersey, gambled $30 million over 100,000 bets during nine months in 2019. So I'm guessing this is in-person gambling, according to his lawsuit. Which, but it does not specify how much he actually lost. And I love this. This is my favorite line. Antar said he is not certain in the amount. And his lawyer, Matthew Litt, said it was at least six figures. <laughs> so, so here you have somebody suing, suing Borgata and MGM that they, that they're a compulsive gambler. And even though they didn't exclude themselves, Borgata and MGM didn't stop them from their compulsive behavior, which Borgata and MGM should have noticed. And he can't even tell you how much money he lost. So that's sort of the story there. But I mean, it it goes to, I mean, I'm not sure how you would even police the fact that casinos would have to stop compulsive gamblers. I mean, that's, that's, that's really, really difficult. And it's, it's happened before in New Jersey in which compulsive gamblers and even those who were drunk sued unsuccessfully. And, you know, it's, I guess the New Jersey legislature, what they say from this article has not yet seen fit to require casinos to prevent or stop inducing gambling from those that exhibit problem gambling behavior. As a matter of law, the defendants do not owe a negligence common law duty of care to plaintiffs. So I guess this is sort of like a duty of care thing. Like, does the casino have a responsibility to figure out if you're a compulsive gambler and to stop you? And I would say that that's going to be a really, really tough thing to do. And uh, since casinos are basically in the business of winning money, I'm not sure how that would really, you know, how that would really work for casinos to do that because that's what they're there for. It's called gambling. So what do you think, Movestro? I don't think there's anything you can really, I, I don't think, 
I mean, obviously, compulsive gambling is a disease, uh, like many other compulsive diseases. It's really horrible. Obviously, people who have a compulsive gambling problem can't should not be gambling at all and should be cut off. But I don't know if you can necessarily say that the casinos should be the ones to cut you off. I guess it's sort of like saying if an alcoholic goes to a bar, you know, is it the bar's responsibility to to stop them from drinking? I don't mean like just stop. I don't know. I mean, bars do stop people from drinking when mm-hmm. they've had too much to drink, you know, but but I'm just I'm just not sure who's I think there is a personal responsibility thing here. That's important. What do you think, Movestro? That was a lot to process. I just want to point out that the crazy Andy clip that you played uh, was actually a, uh, a, an actor, a spokesperson, but not necessarily actual Eddie, the actual Eddie Antar. Um, but yeah, I, I thought he, that was actually crazy Eddie for years. And then I found out recently doing some research that that, that guy was an actor, but still. Anyways, uh, so it's interesting because they feel they have no responsibility uh, you know, when it comes to someone who, who, uh, has, uh, a gambling habit and, you know, you phrase it as, uh, uh, as a disease, you know, um, but they will cut off someone who drank too much. Well, they'll cut off someone who drank too much or over serving because it presents a liability to the casino, not because they care about the person. Excellent uh, point. So they would not necessarily cut off a, you know, a compulsive gambler, especially a really bad one like this guy is, uh, because of, I mean, they're making loads of money off of him. It's a good thing to have him around. However, they will. Well, this is a, this is a good point. You you know you know to cut off a drinkler drinker right because right. they're drinking too much. They're slurring their speech. They could fall down. They could injure themselves. They could injure someone else. How do you know someone's gambled too much? I mean, maybe someone's worth three hundred million dollars. So he's blown through. $300,000 tonight or 400000 It doesn't matter anything to him, right? But maybe somebody who's blown through $10,000 when their entire net worth is $5,000, they're in real trouble. Like, how would you know to cut? Like, how would you know, like, this person? I mean, I think the relative sense of, like, knowing that somebody's gambling to the point where it's impacting their life very negatively, like they're mm-hmm. gambling all their money away. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily, you don't have on your forehead what your net worth is, right? right? You don't sit down at a blackjack table with a little sign on you like, hey, I'm only worth $20,000. <laughs> if I lose 20000 that's really bad. How- so I, I think it would become sort of complicated how, to, how you would deal with that. Right. However, they will cut off a person if they're counting cards which is not illegal, but they will ask them to leave. So there's a, they, they do care. Casinos do care, but, but only when they're affected. You can't bar count card counters in New Jersey. That's what's amazing about New Jersey. But they'll do it. We're just going to ask you to leave, sir. But why? We're just asking you to leave. Because they don't have to say why they're asking you to leave. I mean, there's videos on YouTube of people getting caught card counting. In Jersey, and they're being asked to leave, but they're not being told why. No, they're New Jersey to has to. New Jersey just, New Jersey just like shuffles up and makes the bets, the min max, like really, really bad. So mm-hmm. it, it's not good for the for the gamblers. But that's another. But that's a totally another a different story, you know. But at the I same mean, time, I guess one- the casino is capable of cutting off someone from gambling when they see fit. However, 
when they're gaining a lot of money, <laughs> they don't see them as fit to do so. Yeah, no, that's it. And my, my dog agree. My dog, yeah. Mr. Leo, agrees with that. I guess just to finish this out, there was another ruling in 2008 in U.S. District Court uh, where where the judge said, hey, this person, she spent money on a bona fide chance that she might win more money. In short, she gambled. The mere fact that defendants profited from her misfortune, i.e. the casino winning, while lamentable, does not establish a cognizable claim in law. And I guess that's what it comes down to. What is the law? So anyway, I'm going to end it there because my dog is dying to get out of my office and he is like making all kinds of crazy dog sounds. <laughs> but but I think it's I'd be interested about people's opinions. Like I tend to be rather libertarian about like personal I'm very into like personal responsibility and I'm not sure that I I I would like to understand how it would work you know, cutting players off saying that they're compulsive gamblers or how you would know that they're either compulsive gamblers or they're just bad gamblers. And hey, there are a lot of people out there who can afford to lose 10,000 a month, 50,000 a month, 10,000 a visit, 100,000 a year. And I don't know if that necessarily puts them into the category of compulsive gamblers. It might put them into the category slightly of committed degenerate gamblers or really lousy gamblers, but I don't know that that necessarily makes them compulsive. Good point. I'm also going to look into gambling and addictive gambling as being a disease because as someone that works in a casino on a daily basis, I haven't caught any signs or symptoms of gambling. So I'm just curious if that's something I should be aware of. Uh, before we get going, do you have any thoughts or anything on your mind that you would like to share? No, that's that's about it for today. Just wrapping things up on this thought and dealing with my dog who wants out of my office. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but no, nothing else other other than the fact that if you want to critique it, I haven't told anyone about it. There is a new travelzork dot travel website, and uh, it's it's going to be pretty great. It's looking pretty good already, and I hope you enjoyed the Eddie uh, the crazy Eddie clip. Oh, yeah, that for sure was a blast from the past. No doubt about it. It brought back good memories of, of childhood. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Luxury travel booking, Travel Zork Travel. Visit us at TravelZorkTravel.com to plan your next amazing vacation. And please join the conversation on social media. You can find us easily. All social platforms are at Travel Zork. We'll see you next time.